Shulchan Arach Arav, Simen Tov, Kuf Peiches, Halacha Ches, Section 588. We begin the 8th Halacha. Summa Chayav Betkiyas Shofar, a blind man is obligated to hear the shofar being sounded. V'imaya Muchsak L'skoya B'chol Shana, V'silkuhu M'ibnei, Shachashashu L'divrei Ha'imer, D'summa Patr M'kol HaMitzvahis, Ha'amur Is Batayda, Im Ein Baki Betkiyah Kamoy, Yachsiru L'minuyoy. And if a blind man held the position of sounding the shofar every year and was then replaced because the congregation gave weight to the view that a blind person is exempt from all the mitzvahs that are stated in the Torah, he should be reinstated if no one else is equally capable. Initially, however, he should not have been displaced even though there is someone equally capable for we follow the principle that a blind person is obligated to observe all the mitzvahs of the Torah. Halacha Tes 9, and the final halacha in Simen Tavkov Peiches, Tumtum v'andreginois, ein chayavn ela misafek shema hinzchar, lefikach ein metzin esachinim v'chayavn mevade. A tumtum, which is a person of masked and indeterminate gender, and a hermaphrodite, that's an androgynous. They are both obligated to hear the shofar only because of the doubt as to whether they are males. Therefore, they cannot act on behalf of others whose obligation in the performance of this mitzvah is definite. However, one tumtum, uh, excuse me, one androgynous, one hermaphrodite may, however, fulfill the obligation on behalf of another androgynous who like himself is obligated only because of a doubt. Now, a tumtum, a hermaphrodite, cannot fulfill the obligation on behalf of a tumtum. Even, indeed, even a tumtum cannot fulfill the obligation on behalf of a tumtum like himself, because though both parties are obligated by reason of a doubt, the reasons for the doubt are different. Surgery may prove one tumtum to be a male and the other a female. Whereas the doubt regarding the hermaphrodite is a theoretical question of halachic status. The doubt regarding the tumtum is a factual question. Ignorance of the person's gender, which may prove to be either male or female. Okay, this concludes halachates and simintov kufpei ches. We will now begin simintov kufpei tes, section 589. The individuals who are fit to sound the shefer. Halacha aleph one. Let's say a person is a half bondman and half free, and this situation can occur if a bondman owned by two partners was freed by only one of them. So then, it's necessary that a person who is entirely a free man sound the shafer to enable him to fulfill his obligation. He cannot fulfill it by sounding the shafer himself because being partly free he is required to hear nine complete and perfectly valid shofar blasts. And if he sounds a shofar himself, every blast that he omits is partially invalid because he is in part a evid, a bondman. Halacha based to Women are not obligated to hear the sounding of the shofar. Yet if they desire to sound the shofar themselves, they may. Says the Gemara Roshana, Daf Lamed Gimel, Amad Alf 33. A. 
לאנשים. תראו לנו איסור קל כזה, שאין בי אפילו משום שבוס גמר, אלא משום עובדין דחויל. Now even though the Chacham and the sages forbade the sounding of the Shafer on Yom Tov for no purpose, in order for, uh, to generate satisfaction for the women, they relaxed this lightweight prohibition. For this activity does not even fully entail a Shavuz, which again, a Shavuz is something that the, the rabbis prohibited uh, because an activity resembles or might lead to the, the performance of an activity that is forbidden by scriptural law. So the reason why they relaxed this here is because Uh, blowing the shofar is not even uh, fully a shvus. It was forbidden merely because it resembles a mundane activity. Now, the Alter Rebbe's question is that this, the prohibition against sounding the shofar should apply in any umpt of including Rosh Hashanah as well as on Shabbos. Hence, just as the performance of the mitzvah overrides the prohibition on any Rosh Hashanah, should not override it when Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos. So in a few letters, the Rebbe points out that the Alter Rebbe's argument here is a chiddush. In other words, the reason that we don't blow the shofar on Shabbos is not just And we're concerned that it might be carried in a Rishos Adama public thoroughfare. The primary issue is that of Uvdin Nechayel, mundane activity. The other concerns about carrying is only bolstering the prohibition of mundane activity so that it will not be overridden by the commandment to sound the Shafer. As we mentioned a couple of days ago, it has already become the custom, the minig, for women to hear the mitzvah of blowing the Shafer on Rosh Hashanah. This concludes today's shir. And Al-Tarebbe says that it was explained above that it is accepted custom for women to recite a blessing over, okay, 